almost over a month or so, you know, about that Philadelphia Eagle team, you know what they did, what happened with there. You know, I think it was a setup and all things going through and all things being in reality and in life. Regardless of that, you know, they came through with flying colors because they had that underdog mentality. If you think about uh, life and think about where we've come from as a people and going through as a people, you know, we've had a glimpse of that, knowing what that means to have that underdog mentality. They count you out before they count you in. You know, you don't have any kind of strength. You've got to show forth, you know, a little extra strength, and you've got to put forth extra effort to make things count for yourself in these days. So that 911 call is out for our people. Uh, cold black is dressed in blood. It's about our people in this land that have gone through all they've gone through to get the victory for us to stand as we stand now with our voting rights, with other rights that we have in the country. We talked about all of our great inventions on last week. I have a few more to talk about this week. All of our great inventions that we had when we made this nation uh, what it is today, especially in the medical field, and we don't understand all we have accomplished in space and everywhere, mathematicians and the telephone, everything we could touch, you know, God seems to turn, turns the goal, and we have a, a impart in everything, even the computer, all the different gigahertz and microchips, all the things we don't even understand that we've had a, a, a touch in, okay? So just want to keep our minds right this week and knowing that, you know, it's inevitable that change will happen in the world, and we will be a part of that change, either for good or for bad or for, you know, any, any different. However it will be, we will be a part of the change. We've got to make our minds up. To, we're going to be a part of the change for the good, you know, in this world today. Regardless of our t- challenges, difficulties, or problems, we have made ourselves in a position to be victorious and to prosper in a good way. But I wanted to share one thing about our mind. Our mind can drift into a state of uh, negativity if we choose to. Our mind can slip into a, dra- a state of depression. Or just like it's all about me, woe is me mentality, or pessimistic. It's not going to never get, get any better. It's going to always be, always be the same and not look for change to happen. But I want to share something with you today. You know, the word God says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. That's in Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart every single day, people, with a right mind of positivity, a right mind that you know that it's a better day coming. You know, trust God every single day with your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. You'll be all right every single day. No matter what, you'll be like, I don't know how I got through this week. It was, it was a really hard week this week. I worked extra hours. I put in a 60-hour week, and I made it through. I'm just tired. Soak your feet and relax yourself. Get a good meal. And just chill out and relax for the weekend. Don't try to do too much work, but just relax. We work hard all week long sometimes, and we can't know how we get through, but we make it through every single time. We don't know how we pay that light bill, that, that gas bill. It gets paid every single time. We don't know how. We don't know budget plan, whatever it takes to make things happen for your family. How the child got to college and they got a scholarship. We don't know how it happens, but it happens. We thank God for everything. So that's all my message about stuff tonight is having hope tonight. Having hope regardless of what we've all been through. I don't to talk about the men that have gotten killed on the street. I'm going to go into that a little bit, what's going on in our neighborhoods. I want to talk about our men. Our men are prophets, they're kings, they're preachers, they're teachers, they're warriors, they're friends, they're leaders, you know, they're presidents, <laughs> they're fathers, they're brothers, they're uncles, they're sons, they're lawyers, they're doctors, they're airmen, they, they're scientists, they're inventors, you know. Think about all that our men have gone through, and I see them dying in the street. 
And it's so sad, so sad, because you, you just killed the president. You, you just killed the preacher. You might have killed a warrior. We don't know. They haven't had a chance to fulfill their full potential or to live the life, a full life, because they're 16, 19, 24, 30, 40. They haven't lived a full life. Wow. I'm just thinking about that. But in all that, we've got to keep our heart. And this little poem I want to read, a little tidbit I found out about this little poem here. And so I thought it was really nice to keep us from worrying about different things. And then we'll have our first song selection come up. But it says, keep your heart free from hate, your mind free from worry. Live simply, expect little, give much. Fill your life with love. Scatter sunshine. Forget self, think of others. Do as you would be done by. It's the way to happiness. And the main way to happiness is serving your creator in every day. These are the steps of tidbits as far as our humanity helps us to survive and make it one day at a time and think about how we've come so far. We've come so far and we have so much further to go. So I'm going to ask DJ, let's pick the pay our first song. And we talk about what's going on in our communities, about our men dying in the streets. This little song here, right here, been on my mind. What's going on, people? What's going on? DJ, let's play that first track, me, please. <laughs> Thank you. 
What's happening? Thank you very much. What's happening? What's happening is that we still have stuff going on in this world today, and we still are moving forward to succeed regardless of things that are going on. And I was thinking about the Eagles and all what's going on with them for the past two weeks. I didn't hear anything about, I watch the news sometimes, didn't hear anything about too many people getting killed in the street, too much crime going on. You don't hear, but there is still what's going on, though. But the Papers was all green and all the different things were celebratory and having a good time. So our minds got distracted to another plane. I mean, I don't have a problem with keeping joy. I'm all about joy and happiness, all about it. But I'm all about reality as well in the midst of our struggles to keep our minds on the current events and the things that's going on as far as how our people are being treated in this world today and how we as, uh, as people of color have a responsibility to help those that we have an influence over, that's in our special circle as far as our families are concerned, our communities are concerned, we can reach out further than that. As far as two or three other cities and nationwide, that would be great as well. So I know that we have this Internet as a vehicle, and there are many people that are putting different things on the Internet that are helping us to, you know, see different things that are going on in, uh, in the world today that helps us to know that we still have a lot of work to do and far to go. But I want to talk about police brutality a little bit and about, um, the things that happen to our, our men in society. Not only are that we have a problem with crime against ourselves, a crime against our women. Oh, excuse me, one, one thing I want to backtrack a little bit. Yes, there was an article that was appealing, not appealing in the respect that it was something I really wanted to read about, but it was about human trafficking and about how that's going on in the communities, especially, you know, of our women and women of uh, other countries that are coming to different places and they're being taken to these places, and not just trafficking, also harvesting of body parts. And this is so sad how people can think in this world today, in, hum- in the human world today, how can you kill a person for their body parts? But people do it. It's so sad. So we got to keep the breath of what's going on. Watch your children. Watch your family. Keep, you know, everybody close to you that you have to keep close and protect your, protect your loved ones. Um, unarmed, unarmed men that have been killed over the years, um, just going to name a few, and you're going to know some of these names and not going into to- total detail about the circumstances. You'll, you'll remember the circumstances, and you'll know the different things that have been cried out um, as far as the activism, things that are going on, police killings. Of an armed black man, they say it dropped in 2016, but we have um, had a lot that has gone on over the years. Um, I'll just, then it's all over the country. It's not just here. It's um California, it's not just in Philadelphia, it's not just in Detroit. Um, there's places like um, Milwaukee. This one right here was in Milwaukee, Don Trey Hamilton. Um, just a, a brief another story. But anyway, was fatally shot 14 times by a police officer, um, Milwaukee Park. 
the officers decided to call for an employee of a nearby Starbucks about somebody, you know, diagnosed with a paranoid schizophrenia was disturbing the peace. So we, I, I have to go back to, some of us in our communities are not diagnosed with some of our illnesses. Some of us have some different issues as far as mental illnesses, undiagnosed and maybe off their medications. I work in the hospital. It happens all the time. They have to get a test for something, and then they take the meds, stop taking their meds, but they're not being watched by a doctor. So what happens is they may have one of those manic fits or bipolar fits, and they don't, they can't control it because the meds, the meds are controlling them, basically. So they get all crazy. But the officers, when they arrived, they first determined that Hamilton wasn't doing anything illegal. So they showed up later after trying to pat Hamilton down, engaged in a struggle with him, and then what, what led to what? A shooting. And this person died. So this, here we have this, you know this one very well. This is Eric Gardner. Eric Gardner, and he was the one that was saying, I can't breathe. And the police officer had him in a chokehold. Um, this happened in New York. It may have happened three years, about three or four years ago, but the bottom line is that this happened. So these are things that are happening. And I, actually, I think um, his daughter became an activist behind that. They did get awarded money, but you know, money's not the issue. The, of, you know, go, your loved one died. So here we have to keep in mind that, you know, what's more important, your loved one or the money? You have to still fight for the wrongful death suits and things like that in our communities, but we have to be mindful that we take um, advantage of, you know, getting this stuff out in the media and let them know that this stuff is unjust and it's unlawful. So they did recover um, uh, money behind that, but the daughter actually um, – died, I believe his daughter's Erica, she's an activist, she was, was an activist, and she died um, last year, um, not by any means of a police hand or anything, but I believe she, she had a problem with breathing. I got to look into that in a little bit more detail, but his daughter, she passed away on last year, um, back in, I believe it was December last year. So there's still people that are out in the street saying, you know, our hands are up, and Black Lives Matter, different ones that are doing um, movements, and we'll go, go into more detail about that. But, you know, where, where is this answer? How are we going to stop this? You remember Michael Brown, Michael Brown, uh, Ferguson, and they walked. You know, he was just, just is 18 years old and got shot. And why, why do you have to shoot people to kill? So this is how people say they're justified. This is how officers are trained. But these are unarmed men. So why are we shooting them to kill if they're unarmed? This might have to be order to say, which people are allowed to have their opinion. I have my opinion. People have their opinion. So we're allowed to have free form and have our opinion. I'm not against any race, but I love to hope to show forth justice as far as what things are going on in the world today. And bottom line is that somebody had their opinion, and they said, well, aren't there more white people being killed than, are more white people being killed than black people? And they had a statistic that was showing that it was like maybe three times as much over the past five, ten years or whatever, three times as much. But if you think of how many people that are of color that are here in the world, there's three times, five times as much white people or other nationalities, different ones, it's less of us than it is of them. But more of us are being killed unarmed. So we've got to look at your statistics, read your research, and you'll see there's a lot of things going on that's very despairing in the, in the city or in the cities of this world. And you're less and you're living in poverty or you're going through different things in your communities. You have to fight for your challenges and fight for your rights. I said some of our men, you know, they're preachers, they're teachers, they're friends, they're leaders. Their presidents, their fathers, and that's what is important. They're our loved ones, regardless of, you know, what people say. They've done this, commented on that thing. We still love our loved ones. 
Now, we don't condone when they're doing things that are wrong. And as any mother would tell you, if my child wants something wrong, I want to chastise my child when they're doing something wrong. I'm going to do the right thing, uh, you know, have them um, penalized or whatever it may be by society or myself. Um, my son, <laughs> I'll share this back in the day, my son, I'm not sure if he was about five years old, four or five years old. And you know how in the supermarket aisles, they always had supermarket aisles, always had the goodies and the candies in the supermarket aisles for the children. So these children always grabbing stuff. And I told him you couldn't have something. He said, you can't have that. So he took and took it off the um, counter anyway, off the aisle anyway, and put it in his pocket. Well, there was a guard at the door. And as I was going out and I found out, oh, he had that. I got outside and he showed, I said, what are you doing? He had to pull out his pocket. Oh, I wanted to go. I said, well, you, I didn't pay for that. You took it. You got you, that's called stealing. I took him back in the store, showed him to the guard. I said, he's going to lock you up because you you're not supposed to steal anything from anywhere. You know, you're not supposed to steal. You're supposed to ask for it and work for it, and I would pay for it if you wanted to have it. But I told you no. So that's how, and he was so scared and so upset because I told the guard, you know, you need to lock, you stole something, you need to lock him up. And the guard said, you do not do that, young man. So he kind of chastised him as well. But that, was, that happened years and years ago. 41 today, was in the military for 17 years, honorable man. Um, I just thank God for him today. But the bottom line is we have to do things in our own families to let our families know what's right and what's wrong. Regardless of that, they don't have to be policed by the government, but bottom, by the police. But the bottom line is we know that it's a system that is against different people, and why are you being stopped because your light is out and wind up in a jail cell and wind up getting killed or wind up in a jail cell and wind up being raped? These are things that are happening. So police brutality is there. And I know that as we continue to start fighting for our rights and fighting for different things, I just know that a change is going to come. And the answer is, you know, it's blowing in the wind. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know who the next um, great, great leader in the Congress or whatever it may be, a regular activist person that's going to be the next great, great leader, but it needs to, we need to continue to keep birth and change into this world, moms, and keep letting our men to their full potential and honoring them and letting them know that they are they are um, true. They are, you know, precious to us and that they, they are valuable because they don't understand who they really are. All these great inventions that are out here that we've treated to in this world, we could take a lot of credit for that. Our people have, have struggled through and still fulfilled their different dreams. And I was going to share the next track with y'all. DJ Lesson, you got the next track for me? Thank you. 
Philly Joy. We are on Joy to the World. We have our first caller on the line. Welcome, caller, and I thank you for calling in and sharing what's on your heart tonight. Welcome, caller. Well, hello, DJ Philly Joy. This is Anna Waddell of the Soul Twins. How are you, Queen? Hi, Anna. I love you, Queen. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm wonderful, and I love you, too. First off, I'd just like to say thank you, girl, your SOS wake-up call to action meetings, as I'm going to call them. Yes, very empowering. Reminiscent of um, the people's movement back in the 60s and the songs that you're playing, I was just thinking, wow, we're still having the same issues, asking the same questions as we did from the 60s, the 50s the 40s, and so forth. But we must keep our heads up. We must stay focused, and we must become united in order to champion this cause of equal rights, equal justice, you know, just equality, period. And, you know, take our stand, because we have to protect our sons, our daughters, and ourselves. So I thank you for that. And guess Thanks. what? I've got something. I've got something else for you. Come on. Congratulations! You've just broken your second all-time O&E connection record with 178,222 listeners worldwide. Congratulations! Yes. <laughs> 178,222. So you're on the right. You all are listening to the right voice. Because this is definitely a voice that needs to be heard, and it's ordained by God. Wow, that's so awesome. Congratulations. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud. That's awesome. I, look, yes, you doing your thing? Numbers, I don't even know what's going on with this, but God is doing what he does. I think well, we, I we can't question what he does, though. You know that. <laughs> that's right. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, yes, and it's Lord. phenomenal. Wow. 
Wow. Thank you, Anna, for all your wisdom and all your help. I really appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Oh, you're more than welcome. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. And, um, Anna, you, you came on last week, so you're not on this week, right, Tuesday? Yes. Tomorrow okay. night, actually. We're doing a grown and sexy uh, pre-Valentine's Day show, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Damon Network. Same call-in number. Our access code is 142107-POUND. Again, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and our topic is what you won't do for love. And we also have the grown and sexy Valentine, pre-Valentine's Cypher with our Cypher Vipers, and they are hot. They are the bomb. So listen in, engage in good conversation, great poetry, and hey, gain some awareness. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hannah. And we went Edward Bergson on the Soul Twins. Thank you so yes. much. All and congratulations right. to you again. Onward and upward, my sister. Onward and upward. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I plan on continuing to do what I'm called to do. So thank you so much, people, for, for calling in and for listening in and being out there and, woo, in, in, in that world. Awesome, awesome. So just to get back on our topic, this is uh, something that is in my spirit. It's been my spirit for quite some time just to get a, a wake-up call for us. And the message tonight is not going to change any day soon. The call of 911 is a cold black dressed in blood. And I'm thinking about one particular person that invented that also suffered from his own invention that he couldn't get it himself, and that was Charles Drew. So I'm going to go back into that, and the next caller comes in. Hopefully we'll be able to share some more about that. Here, Charles Richard Drew, he was born in 1904, people, and he died in 1950. The bottom line is he was a medical researcher. He was a physician, surgeon. He, made, uh, he was in the field of blood transfusion, developing improved techniques for blood storage. Also, he had vast knowledge and made the blood banks in the World War II. So he was very influential in helping us to, you know, help the World War II veterans to live longer because he, he knew how to store blood, different things like that. So then he had another person that also helped to refrigerate blood. But this man right here was a very, I mean, a great man. And in that time that he was there, he the blood plasma, let's see, personal life, okay. So he was married, and in his death, I'm going to go to his death real quick because I know that was something I wanted to get at, touch on real quick, is that he was fatigued, he was driving in the vehicle back in the 1950s is how he died, him and three other physicians after, you know, they had this surgery or somebody, and then that next day they were driving, and he wound up going into a ditch. So from his wounds, he was bleeding or whatever, and suddenly he got stuck on the pedal. And the bottom line is they wouldn't take him in a all-white hospital. Drew was taken to a, a was an Alamut General Hospital in Burlington, North Carolina, pronounced dead a half an hour later after he received medical medical attention. Drew's funeral was held in that day. So if he had got what he needed to get from his injuries, what was, was so severe that virtually nothing could have been done, what they said saved his life. Ford added, the blood transfusion might have actually killed Drew sooner. That's what they're saying. But we were told opposite of that because you know how things are whistling down the lane, you hear certain stories, you don't hear the whole truth, but what the other physicians were saying, if he had got the care earlier, that would have probably saved his life. So we don't know the whole outcome of it, but we do hear the different details. This particular man was very influential in that. And now I am, I am also a CPR instructor, and I 
work in the hospital, and I'm able to teach CPR. This is a life-saving skill. When people heart stop beating, you press on their chest, you know, compression, breathing, and the airways, you do these different things. They change it now. It was, was different. It was different before. It should be ABC. Now it's CAB, compressions, airway, breathing. So the bottom line is that you have to compress chest compressions on that person's chest, and you do that to keep that oxygen and going to their brain so they won't die. We, as a people, I've been researching that. We don't want to do CPR on our own people in our communities. So I'm thinking about all these men that are dying out in the street, all people that we got in our families and our households. I'm willing to start some free, some free classes for our community only because I think we need to do better by bringing life back to our people in that way, providing medical attention to our own people in our community, not just medical attention. Don't get me wrong. First, we got to do love. We have to, you know, share our time. We have to share a meal. But I'm talking about getting back on the track of saving our communities from disaster. One way, if we see a tragedy going on, not to run the opposite direction because we might get shot or might get hurt. You know, make sure the, state, the scene is clear. Everybody's safe. Um, I'm CPR certified. I'm ready to, um, to help the person or whatever. Let's not run from disaster or tragedy. We got stuff happening in our life all the time. What, are we, what have we come up against, people? What have we come, in our life, we come against what? Bullying, maybe, some teasing, maybe. People have thrown stuff at us and been, been unkind to us. Some of our families don't have mental disorders or whatever. And we went through diseases or alcohol abuse or money problems. We've come through different things, but now it's time to unify. And one way I'm seeing that we need to unify is getting back to the nurturing of our children, mothers and fathers that are there, whether you're a single-parent home or not. There's no excuse, but because this generation that's coming up now, we need to nurture them and then know that love is here and there's hope. Because we have, we're living sometimes adults and sometimes we don't have any hope, but the world is so bad, it's so bad. And our children are hearing us say that. And sometimes we live, we sit down in, on a chair and, get, and sit on the seat and do nothingness, and then what happens is nothing gets accomplished. So, therefore, I'm hoping that we all realize change has to come. It has to come soon. And that next track, do you want to that next track for me? The next track will be good at this time.
Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know change will come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go to my brother And I say, brother, help me please But he winds up knocking me Carry me on. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know it's all come. Oh, yes, Thank you very much, DDLFG. I really appreciate that. We continue on with our conversation. I'm talking about our brothers tonight, and I know a change is going to come, and I do see a change coming really quickly. It's, it's going to happen, people. Before you can blink your eyes and before you can really walk into a new day, that change is going to start with you. That's why. I really believe it's coming. It's coming soon because I think it's a wake-up call. Like my sister said, a SOS, 911, you know, sound the alarm. It's time for change. That change begins one family at a time, one person at a time. That's time. That change begins with you and with me, starting to just change where we are, our own lives, our own atmosphere, our own families, our own jobs, as far as our own environments are concerned, where we hang out, where we won't hang out, changing our whole mindset, developing our mind to a mind of, of prosperity, a mind of positivity, our mind that we will satisfy, you know, that thing that's in us as far as that, that, that earning, it will not leave. It will not leave. It's just that drive that keeps us going towards, you know, towards greatness. I'm going to say towards greatness because I believe that it's greatness in all of you. It's greatness in all of us. And we have something to accomplish, our purpose, you know, every single day. So, therefore, I'm going to say it. And I know these young men talking about last week, you know, like I said with Charles Drew, Otis Boykin, and, you know, um, people that created the, the telephone. It's, oh, my goodness. So many creations. I, I had a whole list on the onion board, you know, the, the tall, even the toilet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many different creations we had and we invented that we affected every part that you touch something, you'll think, wow, our people have something to do with that. And it's, and it's awesome to hear and to know. I didn't give Charles Drew his all his proper props. And I don't. I have to make sure I just want to backtrack a little bit and give Charles Drew his proper props because this man was a genius to think to think about the things he done as being a physician, his research. Um, so we thought about every two seconds someone in the U.S. needs blood. Thanks to Charles Drew, that blood is available. Drew was a physician, surgeon, and a medical researcher who worked with a team at Red Cross for a groundbreaking discovery around blood transfusions. In World War II, he played a major role in developing the first large-scale blood bank 
and blood plasma programs. He also invented, and get ready, because you're not going to believe this, blood mobiles. You heard that before, blood mobiles. These are the refrigerated trucks that, to this day, safely transport stored blood to locations where it is needed most. So I wanted to make sure you guys knew that he was very prominent in that situation, and that stuff is still going on today. They come to your job, they want to collect your blood. And also, one more thing I want to share, too, because they want to separate the black blood from the white blood, but, you know, not mixing such up segregation was going on then. So Drew was one of the most prominent doctors working in this field, and one of the only African-Americans during the time when blood donations, we still separated along lines of race. That's what they did. Drew eventually resigned from this position with the American Red Cross over this insistence on adhering to this policy. You've got the black blood here and the white blood there, but the blood is blood. And they didn't want to go through with that and say you need it. It was 1950 before the Red Cross, it was funny happened, finally recognized all blood are being equal. Wow. <laughs> 1950, that's the same year actually that he had the accident and he, and he died. So we think about all the things we have to go through and toy with in our life. And I was talking about all of our unarmed black men that could have been found, say, king. They were princess. They were princes to their mother. And then they could have been a doctor, could have been a lawyer, and their life was snuffed out for whatever means. We have different things. And we say, some people say the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, moving the wrong way. But it's mostly just people scared. It's mostly people in that job. Why are you in that profession if you're so scared and you're so jittery? And then that taser thing that they use on our people, the taser thing on any people, it stops your heart. It really affects your your uh, electrons and stuff in your body. So your body is shaking, going through. It's meant to stun you. They call them stun guns to stop you. And then they do it too much, and it winds up altering in that blood. Like since they use to um, shock you back into reality, can shock you out of existence. So that same thing that they're using has, has killed people. And it's the same thing that they're using today over and over again. I'm going to talk about a few more people. Um, this young man here, 19-year-old, um, Tony Robinson, in Madison, Wisconsin. This, this the stuff is happening everywhere, people. Shot and killed, Madison police responded to reports of someone disrupting traffic. Police said allegedly he assaulted the officer and he was shot three times. How old was he? Did you hear the age? 19. So our teenagers, you know, black-on-black crime, you know, it's evident everywhere. We have to stop. All this trying to get ahead through the drug, the drug gangs and everything like that, it's time to stop. It's time to reflect on something. Our true and real enemy is the thing that we're doing within ourselves, first of all. We have to live a peaceable life with ourselves. We're not happy with our circumstances, and you're trying to go through the different things as far as getting your stuff quickly, you know, through greed, through jealousy, through envy, through strife. You know, that I'm going to pull them down. That's that crab in the basket mentality. We have to stop that. So as we continue to walk on, how do you, if you think about a family, you want your children doing that to each other, how we do to people out on the street or whatever's going on in our lives? No, most of us are not like that. Most of us are not doing that. Most of us in our life want a peaceable family home, a family life. We want children we want to, you know, have them educated. We want, our, we want to see, you know, our fruits of our labor. You know, we want a family life. That's what most of us want. And we want to raise our children in a peaceable environment. You know, 
in the city, wherever it may be, in the, in the suburbs or the country, wherever you want to live at, without being told you can never not be allowed to be here because you don't belong. Who wants to hear that in this year, in 2018? No one wants to hear that. Or no one wants to feel that way. But sometimes you're still made to feel that way, that you don't belong. This is not a place for you. So you have to still go through that strife in your spirit. That's that, what, I, what we call um, post-traumatic stress syndrome, I guess, or the ghetto, or the hood. And we don't, sometimes we don't realize we have it. So when I said before on last week, find someone to talk to about what you're going through. Don't find a place where you have to, have to act out and it has to be where you wind up in jail because you acted out and because you, you know, you were fighting because of a parking spot. It's the most ridiculous thing in the whole wide world. But every year I hate this time when it starts to snow and we have different things. I'm thinking about people hoarding parking spaces, putting their chair. It doesn't something simple. I'm, I'm sharing because it's a real-life reality, putting their, pocket, their, their, uh, their um, chair in the parking spot because they shoveled it out. They did. I remember I shoveled like three of them last year. I do have two vehicles. But I shoveled three parking spaces. And I went and shoveled another one because I said, well, I want to find a parking space. And I got out there, put it all up, and shoveled some parking spaces and still came and sit in the final parking space. But you know what? I didn't go and bust my window out their car. I didn't, you know, I just go out and find another car. I shoveled another parking space. That's all. So it's just a matter of us getting together as a team. Even I think about when we have these snowstorms that we should, as a neighbors in neighborhoods that have row houses or whatever, we should all collect a dollar or five dollars each and have somebody come down with a truck. But people are so fearful and so not trusting anymore. Why are we like this? So we're hoping that we can come up a little bit higher. That 911 call, that cold black dressed in blood, it's in our communities and it's evident it has to change for our sanity for our safety, for our sobriety, whatever, it has to change. It's time out for foolishness, and it's time to get with unity. It's time for us to begin to help each other the best way we can. So that's what the message on tonight. And I know that y'all heard me say this before many times, but my, one of my mantras and my philosophy is, is to do unto others as I have them do unto me. And that's in the Word. That's in the Bible. And a lot of things people say, oh, that, that word is the white man's book, and it's an old white man's a white man with the blue eyes and all that kind of stuff. You know what? It takes time to just read the principles of it. There are many principles that you can adhere to and live by to cause you to have a prosperous life. So you can make excuses for not wanting to follow any kind of rules, but in life we have to learn how to follow rules. On your job they even have policies and procedures to follow to do things right. If you buy a TV or you buy something to put together, they have instructions on how to get along in life. So therefore we have a book that can help us along a little bit easier to treat each other with respect and with, with kindness than they have other parts in there. You might not want to read, but guess what? Pick out the good, do they say, and throw away the bones. Whatever you choose to do is your choice. But I'm not saying don't, don't neglect it. Especially Proverbs and the Book of Psalms, you can always learn from them, if nothing else, how to get along with your fellow man every single day. And, um, you know, Lesky, you want to, any other callers or want to play the next track? That'd be great. Let me see. 
Enjoy you guys on DevNet Radio. And you still have the time to call in and share in the, in the conversation. We're calling out a 911 call for our people as we do on a regular basis every single day. Listeners, you can push star eight, star eight to conversate and share in the call, conversation. You don't have to just listen. You can, you can talk to me and share what's on your heart tonight, which would be a great thing. We have a lot to talk about, you know, things we're going through, different times in life. But I know I want to help you guys to. Just have a, a good life in this life. And I know one thing that we got to learn how to do is forgive. There's a lot, of, a lot of hurt out here. People have been through different things. And you may have had a loved one that have gotten hurt in a situation where they've been hurt in the street. I'm not sure if they've been killed, but maybe hurt by gunfire and they're still living with a, a deformity or whatever may be going on. I've had one, and I know that he's still here today living for his son, which is a blessing. And I know that... Um, you know, I've had another brother that uh, passed away of AIDS. These things are still here. Don't talk about it much, people, but AIDS is still out here, still killing our people every single day. We don't think about it. People living with it, and if medicine is, is expensive, make a long story short. 
But one more caller in the queue. We're going to continue on with that. And welcome, caller, to Joy to the World. God bless you. How you doing? Hello. Hi. This is Medina from New hi, York. Hi. Some, sometimes I'm not sure if um, you can hear me. Could you hear me clearly? Yes, I got you. Hi, Medina. How you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Um, I wish they had a button, like, when you talking, like, you can hear somebody say, yeah, go on, girl. You understand? I hear you. Yes. <laughs> but you can't do that on the radio because you 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 you're so passionate about what you say, you know, and is I really feel it, you know. Like if they could press a button and say go on cuz that's what I'm saying in my mind. Go on, go on in my mind, you right, you know. But I want to say that I wish that our people, like, turn to God, medicine, herbs, and spices, you know, because that will heal us much better and, you know, on a more permanent level than the man-made medicine. Hello? Yes, I got you. Keep on talking to me. Because, um, like, when I look at the little white pills, regardless of what it's for, high blood pressure, diabetes, or whatever, I, I just say, what the hell is this? It doesn't even make any sense. It's like a ghost to me, you know? I got but you. it's just like a ghost. It just don't make any sense. And even without the water, like, they don't even stress without the water. We can't swallow it anyway. We got to stress more on God, natural things more, and we will be, we will heal better and much faster. And like you said, believe in the power of God and ourself to heal ourselves. You understand? We spending yes. our money to go to these people that they, it just doesn't even make any sense to me, you know? And they, they try to put a fear in us that we need it and, you know, and we can do it ourselves, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, and I'm teaching like that, that to my family. I spend my whole life teaching that to my family, and I slip and I slide because, you know, nobody's per- perfect, but I spend my whole life teaching that to my family. Whoever call me, you know, they call me sick or whatever, you know, take your own natural stuff. And also, God's stuff is beautiful when you look at the plants and the stuff. It's so beautiful. You ever cooked a plate of, like, vegetables? The colors is just so pretty, you know? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I hear you something like that right now. That's a wonderful thing you're sharing because my daughter is sick with a cold. I told her to get that, get them onion soup, get the onions and stuff like that, yeah. garlic, garlic and, and stuff And like just that. the garlic, garlic, just the garlic. Like my daughter, my, my granddaughter, just the garlic. I tell, just pop a garlic, chew it is for bad breath pressure, everything. <laughs> just pop a garlic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a lot more to it than that, but I hear what you're saying. Because you need to know your history, how you eat. The food that they have is so processed. So we want to avoid the processed food as much as we can. So I do understand what I'm going there. That is true, but you can do it by sniffing and doing certain things. We got to pray about what we eat into, you know. And you're definitely right. It's more to it than that. But at least we know it's more better than the, the, the pills, what's in the pills. Because yes, it's ridiculous I, what's in the pills, you know? Well, I, I avoid the pills at all costs and try to avoid also those white things, salt, sugar, and what's one more, flour, all those different things like that. But you know what? That's keeping the heart healthy and keeping your body healthy. And our mind, our mind needs to be transformed and changed to do that because we're brought up with the conditioning of eating whatever is put before us in a quick, fast, and hurt microwave society. No exactly. one's trying to fix the natural stuff anymore. So I thank you for your... Your, uh, exactly. That is so true. And that would help and our men, our men as well. 
Right, right, right. Exactly. And thank you, too. Thank you so much, Medina, for calling. You want to share anything else about what's going on out in the street that you've experience what what I, the flu epidemic they saying there's so many children dying from the flu trying to tell everybody to get them shots I also feel that's another hoax because I feel like if your child is sick just tell them to stay home you understand don't send them to the school to make yeah. other kids I don't understand why they because I heard it's mandatory that everybody take the flu shot I mean come on you know it's not mandatory it, it's, not, it's not mandatory I just heard it today I just heard it today on the TV. I saw it. They going to make it manageable for everybody. If it just doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Yeah. You got a very good point that you make that mandatory. That's like almost making this back in a communist society. You're not to take anything. You don't have to take. If you choose to be an objector, you shouldn't have to take it. But I hear what you're saying. It's all on know. their agenda because they don't care if the child is on their agenda because they don't care if the child is sick or not. They just want you to send them off to school so the mother could go to work. It's all about them. It's not about us. That's right. I hear you. Lazina, I thank you for your support. I got you um, on the radio on the, on the uh, message last week. Another caller online right now. Stay tuned. Oh. Okay, I love you so much. Thank you for calling in. Another call you on the line. This is DJ Philly Joy for the next caller. Enjoy to the world. Hello? I think I might have got disconnected. Oh. I'm not really sure. Yes? Uh, no, call you on the air. Oh, hi. How are you, Philly Joy? I apologize. I had my mute button on. I didn't okay. want to have any distractions in the background. Hi. Um, how you doing? All right. It's good to um, hear you yes, all. Uh, how you doing, Philly Joy? I'm really enjoying your program. I really enjoy the comments of uh, your callers. Um, and she, she is right. You do bring passion to um, your your show, and I really enjoy that too. Um, now, what you all have been discussing, you and the previous caller, uh, regarding the pills and trying to eat properly and uh, things of that nature, I would like to get there one day, and it will help if I uh, will do it because I like to be able to be around to see a few more things, you know, maybe quite a few more if I play my hand right. But <laughs> it's not going to happen if I don't turn around and eat right. I'll blame well, it on that more than anything. See, um, next, next, black, next black female president? Oh, no. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a little light, lightheartedness out there just so you can, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you never know, you too. <laughs> you never, well, whoever gets there, whatever works. You, you never like, know. So, Antonio, what 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 are we going to do about our people and uh, bringing our keeping our young men alive in the street? How are we going to do that or help? Um, well, number one, hopefully, let them see that what they do out there is not always all about them. Uh, as individuals, it's about them hoping that they can repair themselves and the negative legacies that have been left behind, unfortunately, due to some previous generations. And don't worry about them. For the ones who did leave positive images um, and they're still, you know, doing well and going ahead, use them as an example and hope that you can do right by yourself, your society, your family, and carry the torch, that's all. And hopefully um, stay out of the clutches of the evildoers, you know, people who do drive-bys, you know, just people who in everyday life who um, subject them to things that, you know, that they have no business being subjected to. And they could make wind up being good fathers one day, yeah. um, good husbands, 
you know, and 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 if they could just understand that, you know, you don't follow mankind blindly, just hopefully that you carry the torch and do what's right. Um, they'll be like other guys who maybe before them are still carrying the torch and yes. still learning themselves. So thank you for asking me. I, I I appreciate your honesty and I appreciate your love and your passion for just wanting to make sure you uplift them so that they'll know they don't have to be products of society. They can learn how to think for themselves. Yes, and many of them are changed and they want a chance to show that they can, you know, live a good life, you know, being released from prison because they were, you know, were there, uh, you know, because they didn't commit the crime, but they were there at the wrong place at the wrong time, whatever they got, conspiracy charges. They're in prison for five years and didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Ten years, didn't do it. You know, right. I'm trying to figure out how, how this even, how can you, how can this happen in this in this country? But what it is is uh, prison for profit, you know, it's a genocide thing going on. We know these things are going on, but we want to help our people to avoid these things at all costs, at all costs. And, you know, still after the things happen to us, we still have to fight the challenges and be forgiven every single day so we won't cater to being bitter in our spirits, and that's killing us, not them. It's killing us. We're bitter, you know. And you're right. So, They're becoming yeah. victims of murder, uh, murder by uh, not only by their color, but there are sometimes people outside of uh, this immediate ethnic group that you're discussing mostly uh, that's uh, becoming victimized. Uh, by the day, you know, down in more affluent na- uh, neighborhoods here in Philadelphia even, uh, which is known for a, a very high profit margin, uh, mm-hmm. you know, going to the to, to the clubs that are uh, in the upscale neighborhoods of all types of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to wake up and smell coffee and realize this thing has really touched down and extended beyond the board, uh, borders of just uh, touching mm-hmm. the urban average urban American black male is uh, pretty much saturating a lot of other people in a lot of different ways. If it's not through drugs, it's through whatever yes. they've uh, got going on. But, I uh, agree. I agree. Yes, that was a, that was powerful. What you said. That's uh, that's true. It's affecting the whole society now. Everybody. Yeah, exactly right. That's this drug epidemic is horrible right now with the opioids yeah. and oxycodone and stuff like that. And people trying to it's, a, it's escapism, you know. And I, I'm not I'm not into all the different things as far as all the different denominations and all the different religions and everything like that as far as our creator's concerned, you know, because he's a spirit. But the bottom line is these things have also caused people to do escapism, so to speak. They have to find something that they believe in. We do. Mm-hmm. But we're hoping that the things are positive, not the negative. You know what I mean? Like the um, with the gangs and stuff like that, with the drug activity and stuff like that, and, you know, towards addictions and stuff like that. So we're hoping that people grab more to things that, that have life everlasting aspects to it as far as, you know, that goes. Exactly. That's a question. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, Antonio. Thank you for for sharing. Thank you for your show tonight. Congratulations on your record. Thank you. I really appreciate you so much. All right. So that was Antonio. She had the show before, this show, Information Guru. I love her very much. She comes up every every other Monday, 9 o'clock. One one four two one zero seven as a as a pound same network. Thank you so much, Antonio. And we're going to continue on with just the quotes and how to live a good life. And then we're going to start to get towards the end of our program. We're on every Friday, every every Monday, excuse me, ten o'clock. And this is um, Word to the World. I thank those that called in tonight, those that also listen on the internet and on satellite radio. All you guys are out there. 
Love you much, and I'm hoping that we all can live a good life together and continue to prosper in this land because it's time out for foolishness. It's time to get our lives on the right path, first of all, that self-reflection and getting our lives together and forgiving. You know, don't tolerate people to, that, are, that are manipulating and abuse you. you. You share your strength and seek your life into existence as far as the positivity aspect of it. You know, say so people, no, you're not going to treat me this way. I'm not going to tolerate that. So if you're treating me with then you're out of my life. Bottom line, you've got to speak up for yourself as well and your children and your family. So forgive and move on. Sometimes you got to do that. you got to learn to love unconditionally every single day, regardless of circumstances that happen. You know, you love, but don't tolerate nonsense. Don't try to be people that are greedy or obstinate or stubborn and stuff like that. You have to fight for your love every single day, whether it's your, with your mate, whether it's for your children, whether it's for um, your job. You just fight for what you believe in every single day, you know, and give up bad habits. You know, I began to start giving up bad habits, um, I'm not getting enough sleep these days, so I started staying home more and <laughs> not running the streets in that respect. Stay out with some of my friends, but I've been trying to stay home a little bit more. Some people lie. Some people cheat. Some people steal. So those things you've been doing, the drug activity or drinking too much, you know, cut back on your bad habits, people, and try to save more money in that respect as well. You know, be proud of who you are. Be proud of what you have. Be proud of who you are. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. That was a saying back in the day. Don't try it because it's not necessary. Be who you are, appreciate who you are, and be where you are. We have another caller on the line. Caller, you're on the air. DJ Fully Joy, what's going on with you? How you doing? Caller, you're on the line. DJ Fully Joy, how you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, peace and abundant divine blessings. How you doing, Fully Joy? I'm all right, honey. How about yourself tonight? Oh, man, I am just loving your show as always. Um, Man, it's just so much is happening in the world, but I do have faith in in uh, ourselves and our people despite the odds. And I just want to say, uh, we as a people have defied all kind of odds, you know, and that's one of the things that we wasn't given enough credit by other people who was non us, but it's not their responsibility, it's ours. So as soon as we get back to that, we'll be back on the right course. Uh, so I just thank you for what you do. And once again, congratulations for continuing to raise the bar. All right. I thank you, Brother Honey. I really do appreciate you. And your show is on? It's coming up uh, Thursday. Yes, Thursday, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And for this week, I'll be speaking on the subject of gratitude. So listening audience, if you will, continue to tune in and support this good sister of mine, Philly Joy, and also listen to me, the Master Sound Therapist, a.k.a. The Magic Man, coming up Thursday, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you very much. There's a lot of good wisdom to talk about, and everybody appreciate gratitude. Is what, that's a wonderful thing to talk about. So, And even with that, it will cause us to be less judgmental of others, pointing the finger at other people and what they're doing, what we're not doing. You know, and then fight your fears. Do not fall prey to your fears. I believe in our people. I believe in the people of this world. I believe that I can look and I try to find the good in everyone. Try to find the good in everyone. No matter what they're going through, I don't know why people act like they act, what they do, what they do, but guess what? It is what it is. We all can change. Change is inevitable. So as we continue to put this 911 call out for our community, you know, a code black, a SOS, whatever we want to call it, 
the bottom line is it's time for change. Time for us to walk on, run on, press on, and fight on, and keep moving on, making progress every single day through every challenge, every test, every struggle, every difficulty. Never give up. We already got the victory. The victory already won. And we've been that underdog for so long, all we know is how to come up higher and higher and higher and higher every single day. Come up higher and whatever you believe, believe that you can make it every single day. And DJ Alexi, say that next chat for me, and then we will be on our way to Nagozi time. All right? Hey, Listen, you ready for this? I'm so proud of you tonight, Joy, because you're really changing the world. You ready? DJ Philly Joy back for in our program on tonight. I do thank everyone that helped and supported the program on tonight. Thank you for higher heights and deeper depth, every depth, everything, every single day. I'm looking at us to keep on changing, keep on changing, 
Because when you stop changing, you stop growing, it's almost as good as being dead, people. Almost as good as being dead. What value are we when we're dead? We're no value at all when we're dead. So it's time for us to wake up, stand up, walk, talk. What do we need to do to keep this world moving in the right direction by our energy, by our vibes, by our, by our attention to detail that's going on in our life and others that are around us and making that change inevitable? It's, it's going to happen either way. It's going to be for good or for bad. We've got to make our minds up to have that change what we want it to be. So we talked about earlier about our men. Our men, I'm so proud of our men. They have come up so, so high. But I'm still struggling to come up high out of that. I want to call this, don't be mad when I say this word, because people say it different ways. It's all in different songs and stuff like that. That nigga mentality. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But guess what? It's time for a change for us to stop that mentality that we have in that respect. And that was that the underdog mentality was because our people was down for so long. We got to pull ourselves back up our own bootstraps in a way that we know that we're proud people. Not in the proud sense where we're boastful, but we have a lot to offer to this world. We have purpose. We have strength. We have energy. And we are inventors. We are creators. And they can't set us up. They can't stop us. Because when you, <laughs> you keep putting, putting us down, we just keep on multiplying. There's no genocide. There's multiplying. But it's going on, trying to go on anyway, but we keep on multiplying. So keep on multiplying to, to greatness. So don't let them stop that prick, that preacher, that teacher, that doctor, that lawyer out of your womb, women. Don't stop. Don't let it stop. No kind of way. No plant parenthood stuff going on. Don't let it stop. Keep on bringing birth and keep on having babies. Keep on bringing, bringing truth into this world. Bring into this world. Keep on creating life making life happen, keep on sharing love every single day, every day. I believe in our people. I believe that we're going to continue to overcome all the different things that's going on in this world today. We're going to have the goji time now. It is the goji time. Come on. Listen, uh, Miss Philly Joy, outstanding show tonight, and I'm so proud of you and what you've done today, and um, especially giving your truth about the 911 Cold Black. You know, drenched in blood, a lot of our brothers are dying in the streets for no reason. And, of course, we cannot blame it on the culture. We can't blame it on the young folk culture. we got to blame it on all of us. Because if we're not there for each other, then you can't blame the young folk for doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? Each generation is wild out, right, Joy? Each generation. Go back to the 60s and the gang wars where, you know, you could walk up the block, see your girl, unless you got into a fight in five different blocks. So things haven't changed out here. Um, I you grew up like me in Southern California, you grew up in Philadelphia or you grew up in Detroit or you grew up in uh, New Orleans or what have you, there's something going on in the cities, and we all know that the prison industrial complex feeds America, and it makes sure that America is on an even playing field because it's also just the modern-day slavery. Miss Philly Joy, are you proud of the, uh, the body of work you put forth tonight? I am. I'm really, I labor. I labor. That's all I have to say. I really put a lot into my heart. I pray before I come out here, and I'm hoping that, you know, God gets the glory. I created well, the glory. Definitely all in all who is with all through all and above all has gotten the glory tonight. Now listen, tomorrow we give you Detroit's finest, a brother that has shared his story, has overcome this prison industrial complex, and as soon as he got out of prison, went to Detroit to get his daughter and bring her back to Atlanta. Brother Liam Michi, rocking with the best, the, the number one freestyle show on internet radio. 
And I, let me tell you something. I got some news for y'all. I got my my son going to come on tomorrow night. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I mean, that man, Larry Larry, you're not ready for him. Right, we'll see. We'll see how it goes out with the, with the freestyle. That's tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard right here at ONE Dynasty. And, of course, you know, I, you know I got to bring back on our girl because she's here. I'm going to do that from now on if you're on the air with us. Miss Anna Waddell from Decatur, Georgia, where it's greater. And, with, you know, with DJ Philly Joy. Anna Waddell, you ready for the Monday Night Soul Twin show? Better be. Where you at? You, you sleep. Please don't tell the Anna you didn't fell out. Joy, she didn't fell out in the spirit. <laughs> we always get that. You didn't fall out in the spirit. But anyway, tomorrow night, Anna Waddell and Edward Burks will be here with the Soul Twins, and of course, the outstanding Soul Cipher, and that pre-Valentine's Day wonderful uh, rendition that is we all uh, know and love. That's tomorrow night at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard. Of course, 9 o'clock Central and 7 o'clock Pacific right here, uh, both, you know, at Damon Network. Isn't that wonderful? And uh, both shows will be at Determined and Motivate Online now, Network for TalkShoot.com. So, of course, as we always say, W Nation has advertised to all the W and Gozy Enterprises. You can reach us, of course, at www.lookatglassentertainment.wordpress.com as well as in Gozy Primetime 1 at bevnet.com. We are in Gozy Time at Instagram and Gozy, and Gozy Primetime at Twitter. OLW and Gozy for Pinterest and Google Plus. OLW and Malay and Gozy, of course, at Facebook as well as our business page, DJ Philly Joy, and as well as Bevnet Online Radio. Any comments, suggestions to our program, oldlla.angosiebookmyandgmail.com. So thank you so much tonight for an outstanding uh, rendition of something that, you know, we love, and that is the, the continuance of, of, of pride in our homes, making sure the home is fine before you go to the next-door neighbor, make sure they're fine, and, you know, not living in neighborhoods, but living in communities, and we really appreciate that joy. And, of course, I am your mother and father's favorite producer, Ola Deli Malewa and Gozi, saying good night good luck to all the folks out there in Armed Force Radio support us on a constant basis. Thank you so much. And what a successful night. And, of course, Miss Joy, uh, congratulations on your second all-time O&E Connection record tonight. We'll be talking after the show, and I'm very proud of you. And you got three minutes left in the program. Uh, thank you. This is DJ Philly Joy. I'm here every Monday night on BevNet Radio with Joy to the World. You can listen to me. You know, you can also catch me on um, Instagram, DJ Philly Joy. You can follow me on that. And I thank you very much, all you guys that are out there that's supporting BevNet Radio with the Donna Damon Network. I appreciate everything you're doing. So just don't forget that I believe that the changes needs to happen. It's going to come. It's, it's coming. It's here. And people keep on learning, keep on growing. You know, build, put that beautiful, positive energy inside of you every single day. And just be prosperous in that. Be prosperous in yourself. Take good care of your body, your life, your mind, your soul, and you will be strong in everything that you do set out to do on a regular basis. You also can find me on Friday, Friday um, Issues of the Heart or on Sound City Radio. My pin code is 143918, the same number. And I'm there on from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on that radio network. And please, people, whatever you do, just stay focused, stay real, stay lively, and stay strong. And let love take over. Let the love of your creator take over your life every single day. You know, because this is the day that he has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. DJ Philly Joy, love you much, people. God bless. We shall overcome one day. We shall overcome the Lord